Hey y'all, it's Mackenzie Fox, and I'm back at you with episode 28 of Just Mackenzie Things, and it's 9.30 in the morning, and I just woke up on a Sunday. That is highly uncommon for me, because I normally wake up at like 6 a.m. every single day. Um, this weekend was a little random, because I actually flew out of town for... New Orleans on Friday night and I came back last night. So it was like a 24 hour turnaround. I flew out of town because I'm judging dance competitions for the NAIA and I was supposed to come back this morning, but I actually wanted to come back last night because all of my friends and family were telling me that New Orleans is low key really dangerous. And so probably about five or six people in my inner circle we're like, Fox, because a lot of them call me Fox. They're like, Fox, do not stay there. Or they're like, Mackenzie, you need to go home. So I went home last night and I flew back and I got back at like 11. But hey, I got to do my dance thing and I got to judge and I got to make money doing it. And that is the topic of our podcast today is side hustling slash making money as a full-time woman. So kind of a little bit about me. Honestly, since the age of 12, I've been an entrepreneur or a hustler. Actually, it probably goes back a little bit even further. Um, When I was in fourth grade um, in my reading class, I actually started a library in the classroom. So what I did is I went to public libraries and I rented their books at the library. And then I would go to school and charge people to rent the library books from me. And in my mind at the time, I didn't see anything wrong with this because I I had no clue. I just thought in my head, I was like, oh yeah, like these people at school, they can't get Sequoia books at school. So I'm going to go rent them at the public library and then I'm going to go rent them out. I actually charged 11 year olds at school to (laughs) rent these books And my teacher made this comment to my mom. She goes, you know, your daughter's really smart and this is a really smart idea, but she can't be selling and renting books at the school, especially from the public library. Um, My mom was not shocked by me doing this because I come from an entrepreneurial father. So my dad is a full-time business owner. Um, If my father taught me anything, it's to take no BS and I'm not going to cuss, and how to make money. And I've always just been so fascinated with making my own money. And I'm not talking about on a salary or at a full-time job. I'm talking about having something you do specifically, your own business or your own side hustle to make money. Because in my mind, it's like that's something I want to do or that's something I produced and created and then I turned it into cash. I just always thought that was so cool. So about when I was like 14, I started teaching dance privates and I clearly I love to dance. That's um, a huge part of my life. And so I started teaching dance privates. I started charging people. So I was making good money when I was in high school because I was um, doing privates all the time. And then I'm trying to think when I was in college, that is when I was on the college dance team. And we were always wanting to go get spray tans. And I was driving to the mall with my sorority little. And she was talking about how she needed a tan. And in the car at the mall, we were going to Penn Square Mall. I will never forget when I got this business idea. 
we were in the car going to the mall together just having a little girl's day and I was like I'm opening up a spray tan business and she was like really and I said yeah like next week and I kid you not I opened up Foxy Tans the very next week um I know I'm rambling right now but I'm gonna bring it all back to the point so my belief on um just being a woman in general nowadays um I know not everybody's gonna agree with this but I think for the modern day woman especially, it's extremely imperative to kind of adopt this paradigm shift within your mind, but you have to figure out a way to make your own supplemental income. So for me, I'm a teacher full time. So when I think about like pulling a salary, drawing a salary, it's from teaching. Teaching is what I want to do full time. Um, I have had other full time jobs that just weren't as fulfilling and so teaching's it for me because you know I like the kids um I get summers off I get the breaks and um it's kind of a good work-life balance for me because I can turn it off when I leave um some days I can't there are a lot of days I will say as a teacher I stress about state testing or um like they have to take these star tests so I'll like freak out about that but in general, I do like teaching because <clears throat> it kind of gives me my happy medium of where I can do other things as well. And then for my supplemental incomes, um, what I do, I don't know why I said incomes. I guess I said incomes because it is plural. Um, I opened up my spray tan business in 20 or yeah, 2019. So it's turning four this year. And that's a pretty steady stream of income for me because people are always wanting spray tans. And I opened up my dance company in 2020 called Level Up All Stars. And so that's my all-star dance program. And they go to uh, NDA All-Star Nationals every year. Um, I do dance privates as well. And so that's kind of like an extension of Level Up All Stars in a way because um, it's not directly affiliated with Level Up All Stars. And then I've recently started judging for the NAIA, um, which was the college organization I was a part of for Palm. And so I make extra money doing that. So the common denominator with all of these things that I do for supplemental income is it's things that I like to do and things that I have some sort of niche or passion for. So, I mean, let's take each of my spray tans. I'm tan every time you see me. If I'm pale, you need to assume that I've had an ulcer or something is wrong with me because um, I love being tan. So I know how to do spray tans, clearly, because I tan myself. So why the hell not would I not spray tan other people for money? Like, that would just be stupid. It's easy money for me. Um, I get them in and out in 15 minutes. It's something I like to do, okay? Remember keywords. Something I like to do. Dance private, same thing. That's my wheelhouse. Dance is my bread and butter over everything else. Um, it has been hard, I'm not going to lie, because teaching school, that's what I do 30 hours a week. And so even this weekend, like having to turn my brain back to dance, I was like, holy crap, like, do I remember all this stuff? I do. I've done it since I was three. And so doing dance privates, that's something I like to do. I like working with girls. It's a short amount of time. It's like 30 minutes. It's not as um, dedicated as if you were a studio comp teacher because then you're having to follow that group all throughout the year. You get really involved with the parents. 
that's a whole nother can of worms I really don't even want to open today. But private lessons has been a jam for me really since I was in junior high. And keyword again, something I like to do. Level up, something I like to do. I like to teach dance. I like to um, dance and coach dance and dance, dance, dance. And then in AI judging, I love to travel, especially on somebody else's dime. So if somebody else is paying for me to fly somewhere and stay in a hotel, I am all about it. There is no doubt I'm going. Um, oh, crap. I just had a drawer. And when I was in college, too, like my freshman and sophomore year, I worked for uh, the National Dance Alliance, and that's all they did all summer. They flew me to Fort Lauderdale. They flew me to North Myrtle Beach. Sometimes I went strange places like Iowa, um, Arkansas. Uh, I think I went to Tennessee. But they flew me and paid for me to go. Hotel. Fly. So that was this weekend. It was like, here, we're going to fly you to New Orleans. Here's your ticket. Here's your hotel. Here's your money for judging. And I get to sit down and judge dance. And then I get a free Mexican lunch meal. Like, yeah, I'm down. I'm 100% down. So what I'm trying to say is every woman, and I'm targeting women, or women, plural, um, because I think men inherently have an entrepreneurial side, maybe. Maybe not all of them do, but I, I feel like a lot of them do, or at least the ones that I've talked to and the ones that are my friends and that have been in my life, um, but women, I don't think, either they don't have this, uh, natural capability, or they don't believe that they're able to tap into it, and I really do believe that every woman can, it's just about having that belief in yourself, and also understanding and knowing what you want to pursue, and how you want to make money with it, so let's say you really like, um, painting, okay, and let's say you're, like, a pretty good painter, you can sell that, I will say that sometimes when you turn a passion into a money-making entity or something you do to make money, it does kind of shift the pressure. Um, I've noticed that a lot, especially with dancing, um, because dance is one of those um, one of those aspects of me that it's like it's something I love to do, but then other people sometimes are relying on me um, to basically get a product from that like if I'm doing choreography for a high school team or if I'm prepping someone to try out for palm like they're relying on my um, knowledge to make that palm squad so it kind of changes the pressure a little bit if your money maker is something you love because then you have to think about um, the person that you are serving and who's essentially buying your service or product but that's when you really have to make sure it's also something you're doing for yourself. So let's go back to the painting example. If you paint pictures and you want to sell them, sell your paintings, do it. But also paint for yourself. Paint pictures for yourself. Do it because you love it. And that's what I have to do with dance. I mean, I travel and judge and choreograph and run the dance program and all these things. And that can really get me tripped up sometimes with dance. And so I have to step back and actually just go to the studio by myself and make up a dance because I have to remember at the end of the day, I love to dance, like me as a person. Dance is an extension of who I am. So yes, I could be giving the gift of dance to so many people, but I gotta make sure I'm also giving it to myself as well. Same thing with spray tans, okay? 
um, actually, let me kind of clarify this point a little bit more. If you're selling a product or service, you better be the product or service. So, <clears throat> for example, with spray tans, how contradictory would it be for me to say that I own a spray tan company and I spray tan people, but I was pasty? That would just be stupid. Same thing, I sell Zeal. Um, it's like a um, health drink. And same thing. This isn't just something I sell because one day I was like, oh, I'm going to sell this. No, I drink Zeal every single day. And I have since eighth grade. And I still drink it every single day. How stupid of me would it be if I sold Zeal and I didn't even drink it or know what it tasted like or it wasn't an active part of my life? That's another thing that's going to make you more desirable to people if it's something that you're doing business-wise is if you are the business itself. So for me, with all of my businesses, I'm fully confident that I'm an extension of those businesses. So level up, I'm fully confident. And you shouldn't feel bad about saying you're fully confident about something either. I'm just going to preface that. I'm fully confident in my dance abilities, in my coaching abilities, and in my choreography abilities. So going into that, that confidence exudes into my business because me as a person, I'm confident in that aside from the business. If you took the business away from me, I would still know at the end of the day that I'm a good choreographer and I'm a good coach and I'm a good dancer. So that confidence itself doesn't come from me owning the business. It comes from me, myself, having that capability and belief within myself. Same thing with the spray tan. I'm tan all the time. And as long as I own a spray tan company, I will be tan or rubbing off the tan about to get another one every single time you see me. Why would I be pale and have a spray tan business? If you're a soccer player, why would you be a soccer player and not show up with the cleats? It's the same concept. So if you're selling a service like hair, if you're a hairdresser or um, lashes, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of examples. It would be dumb, actually. I don't know why I'm being so critical this morning, but it would be dumb if you did not have those things in check. Um, so whatever business you are trying to do, make sure you are the business first and then your business is an extension of that. I honestly can't remember my third point, but just to kind of recap it and really send home what I'm trying to say. One, if you're going to make extra money, you have to do something you like to do. Oh, I missed a point too. Two, any woman can be an entrepreneur. I repeat, any woman can be an entrepreneur. You just have to believe in yourself and you have to believe in the product or service that you're offering. And the third thing is, you are the business. The business is an extension of you and you have to emulate your product, and your service that you are. Um, I hope, honestly, that somebody who's listening to this gets off this podcast and figures out a way to make extra money because you deserve it. You can do it. I'm telling you, there is no greater satisfaction. First, greatest satisfaction is being saved by the Lord Jesus Christ. Second is being an independent woman who can make her own freaking money. I don't know why I'm on a rant this morning, why I'm so passionate about this, but I am. And you can make your own money. You really can. 
Um, <clears throat> figure out what you want to do. Believe in yourself. Get off this podcast and go find a way to make extra money, girl. Because you can do it. Thanks for listening. I uh, hope you have a great day whenever you're listening to this. Bye.